Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard. And joining me, as always, is the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the uh, L.A. Knight to my Cameron Grimes. Straight to the moon, baby! I'm a winner. <laughs> it's true. It makes you the winner at the moment. <laughs> I did win the In Your House results. Yes, you did. You did. Because of that match. <laughs> because of that match. Uh-huh. Uh, but how are you doing today, bud? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, it's hey, a day I've, and you're here. <laughs> it's a day in my life. Um, oh, I have a question, though. Okay. All right, I often have questions at the top of the show. I've got a question. In 2021, how is it possible with the technology that we have, with the phones that we have, to call someone by accident, Tim? Uh, it's actually still very easy <laughs> to do. <laughs> I've never done it. This yeah, earlier today we were texting back and forth, and I didn't until you texted me. I didn't even know a call was placed <laughs> because uh, when you were texting, I was getting up and I had Mal in my in one arm, so I had pinned my phone underneath my chin to my chest, mm-hmm. and I guess I hadn't hit the button to turn the screen off. Uh, okay, and then <laughs> Mal laughed and kind of kicked his leg, so I dropped the phone, and then. You know, I just picked it back up and set it on the thing. <laughs> Next thing I know, I get another text. It's like, did you mean to call me? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I was on the exercise bike at the gym. I'm like, man, it's going to be hard to talk right now, but I'll see what he wants. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting your exercise. I didn't stop. I kept going. That's what I do. All right. Power through. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a. We got some interesting stuff to talk about this week, like we always do. But um, yeah, welcome to the show. Hey, hope you're enjoying. If you have uh, got a chance and you downloaded our special episode that we uh, put up on Tuesday, the watch along for Raw. Uh, hope you're enjoying that. Please give us some feedback. Love it. Give you all the details at the end of the show. Uh, but uh, to kick things off, as always, we got to do our three count. And this week, uh, I guess a little different than our normal three counts. Um just because of what we're talking about. And my challenge was uh, the three uh, retirements in professional wrestling that uh, I guess hit you the hardest uh, emotionally or just, you know, whatever uh, feeling you got from it that was the strongest for you, the three biggest ones. Um, Cause I mean, there's, there's been a lot of emotional retirements. Uh, I mean, I guess every retirement is emotional is kind of sad. Um but there's some that you're just like, wow, that one was big for you personally or just in general for the business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, was... and these these three counts are meant, and this one follows suit, by the way, meant to, to be positive. I look at this as a positive one because mm-hmm. we're talking about who we enjoyed so much that uh, we're saying nothing but good things about these people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, we don't want to do three counts where it's our three most hated things or three least favorite this or that. Um so I think this fits in pretty nicely. I would have probably never thought of it. Oh, well, cool. I'm glad I could think outside the box a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I did challenge this week. So you are up first, my friend. What do you got? All right. So for my number three, um, I, 
I, I chose ones where the retirement was clearly announced, not someone who kind of just faded away. It's like Bret Hart's not going to be on here because when Bret Hart got injured by Goldberg, we thought he was coming back. And then ah. he just kind of didn't. And so it wasn't like Bret Hart's now retired and they have a ceremony. We just, he just didn't come back. So nothing like that on here. This is, we, somebody is saying outright, I'm done. I'm retiring. That's what okay. I went with. So number three, for me, looking at WrestleMania 26 and the retirement of Shawn Michaels. Ah. Uh, Shawn was absolutely one of my fave five of all time. Um, at the time, he was my number two of all time. Uh, I, I got angry at anyone in the audience who wanted The Undertaker to win. Uh, because yeah. that meant like wh- what's wrong you rather the streak continue than to see Shawn michaels career continue what's wrong with you people um i was actually angry at some people and it it i mean you know anybody who says he's not one of the best of all time is just outright either a liar or they don't know what to look for in a wrestler so just to see him uh when he was still doing great yes uh call it quits uh was a tough pill for me to swallow and that was very very sad for me Yes, uh, it's very fitting, uh, and there's already crossover. He's also my number three. Oh, there we are. Um, and I mean, for all the reasons you just said, I mean, he's just amazing. And yeah, in that match, why would you want the Undertaker to win? Yeah. Uh, and I would argue, uh, Shawn Michaels' return run was almost more spectacular than his initial run. I think it was. Uh, when he came back, because. You know, we thought he was done before this, In way before. Yeah, mm-hmm. we thought he was done because of the back injury, uh, and then the great angle and surprise when he came when he came back um, for elimin. What was it? Elimination? No, it was uh, Summer Summer Slam. Slam. Summer, Summer Slam, Slam two thousand two. Mm-hmm. But then, wasn't he like a surprise entrant for the? No, they announced the match with Triple H ahead of time. Oh, um, I meant the uh, the elimination chamber. No, no, no. Okay, I'm just remembering that wrong. Okay, yeah. but still, that whole part yeah. was amazing that, that was then, survivor series he was yeah, yeah he was he was announced for that yeah okay and then you know again the the back-to-back matches with taker two of the best wrestlemania matches of all time mm-hmm. the second one as we've talked about on other three counts and other segments of the show one of what top two top three matches the, of the, all the first time. one 25 or 25 excuse me 25 yeah. yes yeah um yeah probably one of the top three matches of all time in wrestlemania history yeah um and yeah, and I was going uh, <laughs> to share a very uh, quick anecdote. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but I was a big Shawn Michaels fan as well. Uh, I remember when we were younger, we were watching, you know, Brett versus Shawn. I was go, Shawn, you were go, Brett, mm-hmm. you know, playing a little rivalry up, which was awesome. But I remember when they brought the new line of figures out and Shawn Michaels, and I was wanting – you know, cool accessories. Action figures are awesome. Still like they do it. now. Yeah, like now, it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure. I think they've even had like a special figure like this. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I'd be shocked if they had. Um, but I was like, man, it'd be great if he had the removable pants. <laughs> and of course, that didn't quite sound right. It's the removable chaps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> We still talk about that. Yes, day. it's still funny. <laughs> and we laugh. It's our inside joke. We love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a big Shawn Michaels fan. Yeah, this one was this one was tough. Um, and like I say, he did have one more match after retirement, the which we, we try to forget about, which is the yeah. Saudi Arabia show. Right. Um, 
But uh, otherwise, Shawn Michaels, one of the greatest of all time and definitely was a, a, a sad moment when he hung up the boots. Yep. Yep. All right. So number two for me. Now, the reason I put this one above Shawn Michaels is because though Shawn Michaels was still going strong, he had had a very long career. And so he, he'd been around for a long time and I could understand where he felt like he was done. But when Daniel Bryan announced his retirement, that wasn't quite the same. When uh, I mean, he, he was being cut short. He was being yeah. cut short and he had plenty more to offer. And he was at the height of his career at the time. He was at the peak, the peak popularity. He was the most popular probably most popular wrestler in the world at the time. Yeah. Um, and the best in the world at the time. Yes. And to in the middle of all that, and my favorite at the time. And so in the middle of all that, to have to uh, stop, uh, you know, he did come back, but we didn't know that. Um, so uh, at the time, it was absolutely crushing um, because, uh, you know, what do you do when your favorite guy your favorite performer at the height of his career suddenly says, I've got to stop. Yeah. Um, that's tough. And I don't know if we're going to go three for three. He's also my number two. <laughs> oh man. I'm uh, betting we don't. I'm betting we don't, but we'll see. I, I'm pretty sure we don't. I'm almost a hundred percent sure we do not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and this one, it hit is like that this was, one. That was it, me. It's not haunted. That was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Tagging it. And I and I wrestled with putting either Daniel Bryan or Edge on the list, kind of for the same reasons because you know careers getting cut woefully short, mm-hmm. um, just many years they had in front of them, if not for you know the, the wear and tear on their bodies. Uh, but Daniel Bryan, I, I decided to keep in there just because I did I did become a bigger fan of Daniel Bryan. Then not that I wasn't a fan of Edge. I loved Edge. Right. Still do, but Daniel Bryan definitely I was all in for the yes movement. I loved every second of it. I mean one of my favorite moments is uh the very short-lived gimmick. Thank God they killed it very quick leading into the yes movement was um the uh with the Wyatts. Oh yeah. I, I don't I never thought that was intended to be long lasting. I thought that was just kind of the angle that was going on with Daniel Bryan and the Wyatts. Ah, um, but I, I just love how, you know, he takes off the, the, the jumpsuit there yeah. in the cell and goes after Bray. And it was like, ah, oh, it's so awesome. He's back. And then, yep. you know, the rest is history. Huge pop um, for that too. Huge. Yes. Um, that, you know me, I love the good crowd reaction. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sad when you see someone so young as in, last week, we talked about, of course, Leo Rush announcing his, uh, retirement and there's a guy 26 years old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very sad when uh, they have to step away, not of their own volition, mm-hmm. um, at when they're that young. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why he was my number two as well. All right. Well, my number one followed not that long after Daniel Bryan. And this one stuck. For me, I was sitting, I was visiting my parents and sitting on my mom's couch and just kind of scrolling through my phone when I saw a tweet that announced AJ Lee has retired from wrestling. Ah, yes. That hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, Not necessarily because I liked her more than Daniel Bryan, but when Daniel Bryan went, she was pretty much the last one for me that I was invested in. 
Ah, and when she left, I didn't have anybody. I was watching out of habit. Ah, um, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So seeing her go was tough because I'm like, now who? Like who? Who? Why? Why am I watching now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you know, I traveled all the way to New Orleans just to meet her. A huge fan of AJ Lee, and I didn't have anybody again until Sasha Banks. Um, but for a while I was just watching out of habit and, uh, AJ Lee retiring was, you know, she can, she can, I, I'm sure she was happy with her choice, made a little rough on me for a while. And, uh, I still miss her. I think she'd fit right in today. Yeah, no, I think, uh, of all the people I would love to see make a comeback. And of course, just like CM Punk, everybody, her name now gets thrown around every time there's, you know, women's rumble or something yeah. like that. She's that that mythical entrant that everybody would love to see make an appearance. Yeah. Cause she and, could still go. Yes. She yes. didn't retire out of injury or anything. She just made the personal choice to quit. Yeah. I'm sure, uh, you know, she could be ring shape ready fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to see her come back, but yeah, that's, I didn't think of that, but yeah, that is such a great choice. And I, I, for those reasons, I totally understand because we've talked about, you know, the periods where we we've had that again, you watch out of habit. It's not, mm-hmm as much enjoyment as it's it not is a, it's not not passion habits. yes yeah um so i definitely feel you on that to have that you know you go through those points like why am i even watching now yeah um if punk was yeah. gone brian was gone and then aj was gone and they were my big three and then they were all gone in short order yeah that is tough it's a great number one though it is a great great choice for number one mine um kind of the predictable uh and it's going to 2003 March 30th, Stone Cold Steve Austin retires. Yeah. A uh, huge Stone Cold fan. Again, we've referenced it many times. One of my, if not my favorite period of wrestling was, you know, the mid to late 90s, the the Monday Night Wars, the Attitude Era. And uh, Stone Cold was definitely the, the crux of that. And I really, really loved Stone Cold. And I actually want to also mention another thing, going back and telling the stories, uh, I believe it was for my birthday one year. You gave me three VHS tapes and they were like every match Stone Cold had had in the WWF up to that point. On television, yeah. On television. It was awesome. Because um, that's what I guess, because going back, you used to record everything. Yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah. I didn't everything. record uh, enhancement telematches, but I recorded everything else. Yeah. So, yep. I mean crazy the 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 library this dude had of tapes was amazing (laughs) yeah yeah Um, and i could find anything too i knew where they all were and i think didn't you have like a sheet of paper with each one that had the matches Uh uh-huh yeah and then uh you know where you label the tapes on the side they have a label i put whatever pay-per-view was on that tape ah give me a sense for you know when when did when would this get recorded okay That's awesome. That is so cool. But that was a cool present, a cool ass present, which I really love. But yeah, when Austin hung it up, it just, again, you you sit there and again, he wasn't that old. I think he was 38. Yeah, he wasn't old. You know, he's in his mid to late 30s. So he still had, if he had been healthy, Mm -hmm. a good 10, 15 years, he could have kept going. Maybe longer. You never know. Um, Yeah. Could have turned out like Flair and wrestled in his sixties. <laughs> Could have, you know. You don't know if we would have wanted that, really. Yeah, for don't him, know, but yeah, don't know. Um, and his is a little bit different because even though he did retire, he still hung around. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was like the 
the co-GM of SmackDown. You know, we still had Stone Cold around, but then you just didn't get those those high intensity matches that I just I loved him in. Like, you know, like the Brett Stone Cold, we're never gonna get another match like that. Right. Uh him and the rock. I uh, just uh the list goes on. But yeah, yeah, Stone Cold was was a big one for me. Yeah. That's my number one. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And they did kind of, they didn't announce it at WrestleMania, but they did, they made a story out of it, but they did announce it the next night on Raw. So yeah, yeah, that was definitely something where we knew that was happening. It was shocking. I remember just being completely shocked. I thought it was an angle. Yeah. Um, Because even though obviously he knew it was his last match, but the, Mm -hmm. you know, internet wasn't huge at this point. A lot of, you know, and that information was just kind of, thrown out there all of a sudden <laughs> and i don't i don't think we would have known even if it was because really nobody backstage knew either i think it was him vince rock and you know maybe vince's you know inner circle yeah maybe if if that if um, that it may have just been the three um yeah so yeah that was definitely a huge moment mm-hmm. good call all right it's my turn yes okay so for next week, I want to know what your top three shocking booking decisions are. Which three just absolutely floored you hmm. and made your jaw drop? So we're talking booking decisions, not accidents, not the Montreal screw job. Right. Uh, we're talking things that were planned ahead of time and went according to plan. Um Okay. Yeah, because we all love being surprised, right? We we don't yeah. like the predictability. We like being surprised. So top three times you were the most surprised by a booking decision in wrestling. Okay. I like it. I like it. That's going to be a fun one. It can be a match. It can be a promo. It can be whatever. Okay. Yeah. So Okay. Well, how about... So like a wrestler returning or just showing um, up? Let, let's talk... Mm. Only if it maybe led to a, a match... Let, like, let, let's not count returns because then it could just be top three returns. <laughs> um, that's true. Yeah, let, that's let's not true. Count. So, um, you know what? Let's just do match results. How about that? Let's just stick to match results. That'll make it okay. Easier. Okay, yeah. that makes it a lot easier. Okay, gotcha. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> I can still shoehorn one in. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, we'll All see. Right. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a fun one to talk about next week. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, let's get into our show proper. Uh, let's see. We had uh, stuff going on from everywhere, all around the world of wrestling. Uh, I think it was two, three, like three pay-per-views in the last 10 days. <laughs> Craziness. Uh, but let's start with some SmackDown. And uh, we're going to finally get Commander Aziz getting in the ring. Uh, of course, he had a tag match on SmackDown. He had Kevin Owens and Big E taking on Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn. And uh, Sami, of course, he's there to take the pin, as we, we've talked and I mean, joke about, even though it's horrible. But it's okay, again, because he's a heel. It doesn't hurt him as much. Um, but Apollo getting mad and saying, okay, you're out, Sami. Aziz is going to be my partner. Um, and... Uh, and so we're going to see the, another. It's like when we so o- almost get in the ring. Now we're going to see this huge hulking Aziz get in the ring. And I'm sure it's going to be similar results. I think Big E and Kevin Owens are probably going to get put down pretty easily. Otherwise, it's going to make it look really weak. Yeah. I mean, what would the point be Yeah, of, of getting this, of 
getting this big guy to begin with if you're just going to have him in there to to lose and then yeah finally putting him in so the point of this is going to be to get him over and uh that's going to be a, a a pretty strong way to do it i think yeah i agree uh i'll tell you one thing i do love coming out of this is i i kind of dig biggie and ko as a tag team yeah I like the dynamic. I could definitely see them maybe running with that, especially since, you know, Alistair Black gets released. So right in the middle of that pro, promo thing, he was going with Big E. So Big E's kind of left in the wind. Here's a great way to put him together. And uh, I wouldn't say take on the Mysterios. I don't know if I want to go face-face, <laughs> you yeah. know. But, do you want another makeshift tag team? That's the other side. But at this point, I mean, if not, if it's not a makeshift tag team, what's it leave us with? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's really no. Yeah. There's Almost everybody is a makeshift at this point, except yeah. for the street profits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it could be interesting. Could be interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, we also got uh, some more repeat booking uh, or match anyway, which is uh, Carmella taking on Liv Morgan again. But. We got a better result this time. We got Liv actually picking up a victory, which she sorely needs. We need more of this. Let's make her an actual contender, a legitimate challenger. She's a star in the making if they just push her. Yes, I agree. Um, and the, I'll tell you the one thing I didn't care for with this match is Carmella's, I guess, reaction after losing. Oh, uh, where she just all she cared about was being announced as the most beautiful. Yeah, it's like why are you even wrestling? Yeah, if you don't care about winning the match, why should I care about watching your match? You know, unless it's, it's a way to save face and to and to let it slide off her back and make it look like she's still better in some way. True, but I, I don't know. I'd have to see where they go with it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, is this a one-off? Is this going to be a thing? Um, is Carmella just going to be? taking the pin for a while, but always talking about just, I'm still beautiful. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but that was the only thing I didn't like. I mean, otherwise, you know, two of them had a decent little match again and live picking up the victory. I really liked. I, 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 yes, yes. Um, and, and I like the two of them together. I just wish we could go back to a little more old school so that rather than having this match two weeks back to back, we have some sort of other interaction between them back to back where they're wrestling other people or something like that. And then build to one match on pay-per-view. Yes. Yes. That would be much better. Uh, So, Um, so (laughs) it it didn't used to be that you built programs through matches. The programs built two matches. Yes. That, yeah. Cause you know, you treat it as if, okay, we have an issue. Let's settle it in the ring. Yeah. just that, 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 that again as you say old school mm-hmm. we got a problem let's solve it check out the hook when my dj revolves it let's you beat, beat me the ring it. yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah um because yeah. now we've seen this match twice and i mean and and i'm look anytime they want live to wrestle i'm in i'm not going to complain she can wrestle carmella 12 times in one night and i'm like cool i'm watching but that's how we get tired of matches yeah so why why not just hold off on the match, build build the resentment some other way? 
And you used to do it all the time. And I understand there's much more television, much more television mm-hmm. that they're putting out. And it's harder to fill the time. Like, I get that. Uh, but maybe that's a problem, too. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I agree. It's like I like I kind of like where they're going. But, again, we need a better way to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's uh, flip over to the freshly uh, clean-shaven Otis. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a baby. He does. If you thought he was adorable before, he's almost more adorable now. <laughs> um, and he's supposed to be this big, mean heel. Um, but we did get a little Which bit of I it. I still don't understand. He was so over as a yes. face and so good at it. Why do you take something? Like, they've struggled so much to find anything that works lately. So why do you take one of the things that's working and change it? He is one of the reactions I'm most curious for once crowds are back live. Yeah. Is how they react to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you had the, was it Montez versus um, Chad Gable and um, Otis and um, uh, other part of the street province named oh oh uh dawkins um, angelo dawkins yeah yeah angelo dawkins uh were banned from ringside of course we all knew where this was going you know run-ins happen Mm -hmm. and uh otis just kind of beat the trash (laughs) yeah montez ford i mean it was i mean you're trying to get i mean from a power standpoint yes heelish overpowering it's just i don't know it's hard going from I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't What happens to a guy, right? What happens to? Where's Mandy Rose and all this? Are they still together? I want to know. Yeah, it's like what what happened to this? Where is uh, Aaliyah Mysterio? <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I've got to say though, I think that WWE has Montez Ford earmarked for something really big. I think they've got their eye on him as a future huge single star. I could definitely see that. Uh, One thing I'm noticing is that like in all these um, promos they do for, you know, their charity stuff or for getting vaccinated or this, he's in there. mm -hmm. Angela Dawkins isn't in there. Montez Ford's in there though. Yep. They've got their eye on him. Watch watch for Montez in the future. I think you're right. I think, you know, three, four, five years down the line, he might be the guy that's main eventing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. WrestleManias. Uh, yeah, as long as things go well. Yeah. Yes. I, th- I think they've got that in mind. We'll see if it gets there, but I think that's what they want for him. I would, I would not be mad at that yeah. <laughs> at one bit. Um, then uh, we get to ding dong. Hello. And, this wow! This was a segment. This was crazy. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. lots, lots happened here. Bailey there, and then of course uh, coming through the door is Seth Rollins. Better Why suit we... this week. Not not too over the top this week. I thought. Yes, better suit. Still week, a little crazy, uh, yeah. but not as crazy as last week. Yeah. Um, and they just start showing clips, and they just start laughing. And it was like what two or three minutes straight of just them laughing. Yeah. Just craziness. Uh, of course, then I love that they both get kind of like, huh? When there's a knock at the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, this, these are the moments you only get because we're in the Thunderdome. Yes. Era. Yep. 
and he goes and opens the door and there's Cesaro <laughs> surprise. <laughs> he, he snuck in. Um, but I kind of like that. And then of course, eventually Bianca comes down uh, and, you know, just kind of furthering the animosity between all of them. Kind of surprised. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that later, but I wonder if that'll be a match. They set up Cesaro and Rollins for hell in a cell. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Hasn't been announced, but could be. Um, but yeah. So what'd you, what'd you think about all that? Uh, I, I loved it. I lo- like you said, you know, if there had been a crowd, they couldn't have gotten away with that surprise because the crowd would have been reacting. Um, so yeah, perfectly played and uh, Bianca coming out and returning the laugh that, that Bailey gave her last week. Uh, that was fun. Um, Bianca's not as frightening when she does it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bailey is downright terrifying. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Th- I, I like that this one segment got the job done on two different angles that are going on. Yes. And very efficient. It got people on TV. It didn't give away any matches. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. And so we need more stuff like this to to build the matches and less where you've already seen them five times so they're really angry because somebody wants to win a six match yeah um yeah so i agree i mean this this segment was great pretty much on all levels mm-hmm. um then and speaking of being in the uh the, the thunderdome era and things you can do that you can't do basically with a live crowd we have mysterio coming out he's basically calling roman reigns out after you know they attacked Dominic last week, interfered in the tag match, and uh, Ray challenges him to Hell in a Cell. Uh, says, "I want to acknowledge you as the guy I want to challenge in Hell in a Cell." Uh, and then Roman beats the trash out of him, and Dominic comes down, beats the trash out of him too, and then the power bomb spot over the top rope to the outside. Of course, in comparison to AEW and the cage match with blood and guts, this is how it should have been done. Yes. Is they don't show the impact. They show the aftermath. Yep. Shot from below. Mm-hmm. It looked great. Yes. No, it looked amazing. Um, Roman is, should be arrested. He murdered Don. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Straight murdered yeah. him. And they didn't show the impact, but Roman still picked that dude up and threw him over the top. Like he was nothing. Yes. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, like he was just throwing out a cardboard box. Yes. <laughs> Roman is a beast. Yes. Um, so I thought this was done really well. I am super amped for Roman and Ray. It's something uh, different. It's something we haven't seen. They have, again, this is more good build. SmackDown gets it right more often than not yes. lately. So, um, and, and, you know, there are other ways. You can occasionally use matches to to create an issue. I think it's done more often than it needs to be done than it should be done. Um, but when they don't do that, like, this is this is great. This was good stuff. We've never, I don't think we've ever seen Roman versus Ray before. I don't think so. I think this might be their first meeting. Uh, yeah, and that's great. That's what I want when possible. So, and, it, um, and, and I think they're going to have a great match. I think, I they're think gonna, so. Ray yeah. works, again, we said that Ray works with bigger opponents, larger guys, so well. Especially ones who can move. Yes, and Roman is agile, so mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a very cool match. And in Hell in a Cell, you add that to it. Mm-hmm. Contender for match of the night, just based on merit. <laughs> Even without the cell, yeah, I mean, it would have been. So yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I, it may have even been better without the cell. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll what see. Do. We'll yeah. see. Uh, next up, of course, uh, we had a lot of stardom stuff happening over the weekend last weekend, which you're going to catch us up on because uh, I got to hear about this match. You've been raving about it on Twitter. Tell us what went down. All right. So, yes, on Saturday, last Saturday, we had the uh, Tokyo Dream Cinderella show. And uh, we finally finished the Cinderella tournament, Tim. It's over. Finally. Uh, finally. Uh, there was a dark match, which was not shown on pay-per-view, but it is now on Stardom World. Um, and I, I did go back and watch that once they uploaded it, um, which I called correctly. It was the, the three-way match with Rena, Hina, and Lady C. And uh, Rena got the win there. But the pay-per-view, the pay-per-view proper started off with the Cinderella tournament semifinals, um, specifically Unagi Sayaka and Micah. And uh, I called this one right, too. Um, wanted to see Unagi go all the way. Didn't happen. But just her getting this far in this tournament was really big for her. So uh, that, that's great. And I'm glad she made it that far. But Micah did defeat her. And then in the next semifinal, I got this one right, too. Sayaka Mitani did defeat Himeka. Uh, fantastic match. Um, probably my second favorite match of the night. Uh, they actually had a really good match against each other in the five-star Grand Prix last year. And so I'm not surprised this one was good, but uh, that one was a draw. And this one, Saya gets the win and moves on to the finals. Um, so it's Donna Del Mondo versus Queen's Quest. It was not the all Donna Del Mondo final that I kind of feared it would be. I hate to say that. This is, it suggests I don't like Donna Del Mondo, and it's not true but they, they do get uh, a lot of wins. Uh, so nice to see somebody else getting, getting put in there. Um, after that, we had the um, three-way tag shuffle match where the, the teams oh, yeah. were chosen. But I'm not sure how they did this because they chose the teams in the ring using straws that were colored or sticks that were colored on one end. So the referee had the sticks, showed that two were white, two were blue, two were red, and those were the three different colors of the corners. And so he then turned the sticks over so that you couldn't see the colored ends. They were in his hand and he kind of shuffled them around. And then he had somebody come up and pick one. And that was the corner they went to. And so uh, I'm not sure how they did this. Um, unless there were small marks maybe on the non-colored ends that told them which ones to pick. Hmm. Um, it was very well done. It ended up being... Azumi from Queen's Quest and Natsupoi from uh, Donna Damondo against Momo from Queen's Quest and Mina Shirakawa from Cosmic Angels against Tom Nakano and Julia together Ooh. on a team. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a big, oh, let's rub our hands together. Look at this moment. Um, and I, I was okay either way if Momo and Mina won or if Tom and Julia won. So, of course, Azumi and Natsupoi won. Um, <laughs> naturally. Naturally. kidding me um it was a really fun match uh some comedy spots in there we got to see a different side of momo a lighter side of momo uh where she was doing mina's uh little gravure poses that she does and pretending to be a, <laughs> a model like mina is and uh, so that was fun tom and julia in the middle of the match just started beating on each other uh, despite being partners <laughs> uh, um, it was great it was a lot of fun and different from anything that i've seen anywhere else really hmm. so uh it was definitely fun all right after that we had the stars versus oedo tie uh elimination match five on five 
they decided to have the same rules as last time. Last one eliminated goes to the other unit. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. And so um, it comes down two on two to the two most prominent members of each unit. It comes down to Mayu and Starlight Kid against Natsuko Tora and uh, Saki Kashima. And my hands are on my head. I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> um, uh, Saki beats Mayu. Mayu's out. Starlight beats Saki. So it comes down to Starlight Kid and the leader of Oedo Tai, uh, Natsuko Tora. Natsuko gets the win. Starlight Kid has Ooh. to join Oedo Tai. She's the baby face of all baby faces. <laughs> Man. And Mayu was crying because they're like best friends. And she's swearing, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to win you back. Um, I don't know what to expect from this. It was like a real emotional moment. Like I was feeling it. Um, it was pretty shocking. Didn't see it coming. I'm wondering if maybe this might lead to Starlight Unmasking at some point she's the only one that that wears a mask when they're wrestling um we've never seen her face unmasked um or if she'll just have a different mask i don't know will she will she fall into the oedo tai uh mindset the way that hukigan death has done Mm -hmm. or will she will she resist i don't know i'm really interested i I, i'm really interested in what's to come here i didn't see it coming i called it wrong i thought stars was gonna win um so there's more to come from from that i'm sure wow then we had the tournament final cinderella tournament final sayaka mitani and micah to my shock sayaka mitani gets the win and wins the cinderella tournament i uh, would have never called this at the beginning i mean a year ago she was barely winning matches and now she's won the cinderella tournament um fantastic match um wins with a phoenix splash um difficult to do if you don't know what that is look up a phoenix splash it's it's pretty tough and she nailed it perfectly um and she so at the end of the show they went ahead and had the the main event after that and then she came out after the main event uh to give her time to change and and to do all that but she got her wish and she has chosen to challenge tom nakano for the wonder of stardom championship Mm. and so that match is coming up and then we have the main event Utami Hayashishita defending the World of Stardom Championship against Shuri. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, this was what I needed for my wrestling fandom. This was what I needed for my life right now. I needed this match. This is on my list of the best matches of the year. And when I say that, I mean it's number one on my list. And it's on my list of my top 50 favorite matches of all time. Uh, in fact, it's in the top 20. Wow. It was that good. They, this just, it felt like a real fight. This, and they did not hold back the kicks that Shuri was, was hitting on, on Utami's chest. Just every one of them made me cringe. They were just going at it. Um, it felt th- there were two spots that just didn't feel perfect to me. And both of them were flying drop kick spots where Tommy was doing a flying drop kick and Tommy had to, st- and uh, Shuri had to stand there for a second and kind of wait for it. Other than that, 
everything felt like it was an actual fight, an actual competition. Um, I mean, Shuri is a UFC veteran. She was in UFC. Oh, wow. Um, so she can make things real and feel real. And that's what this was. It was just two, two people just trying that. It was a purist dream. It was a, a, a wrestling mat classic. Um, they, they went to a 30-minute draw. And I was like, dang. And Shuri gets on the mic and says, I can still go. And Utami says, I can too. And they went over to Rossi. He said, let's do it. 30 more minutes. Oh, let's go. And so they went at it again. And they're just beating the living hell out of each other. And then 13 minutes into that, they both collapse. And the ref counts them out at 10. And we have a draw. Wow. And it was so good. I didn't even care. It was a draw. It was just, it was everything I love in wrestling. And, um, you know, I, I like Utami and I like Shuri. Neither have been one that I've raved and raved and raved about. But I'm raving now. Uh, this was everything I love. And it, this match is on Stardom World right now. It was worth the, the 40 bucks for the pay-per-view. Uh, it's definitely worth a, a, an $8.90 subscription to Stardom World. It's, they've got English commentary. This is the first time they've done English commentary. You have the English commentary option um, wow. for the whole pay-per-view. Yeah. So uh, this was worth like 200 bucks. <laughs> I, I cannot stop <laughs> raving about this match. I went back and rewatched it just to make sure. Um, and I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Just a classic. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, just unbelievable effort from, from those two and hats off. And the, the draw felt earned. You, you didn't really want either of them to lose after watching what, what they were doing and how hard they were working. So I was okay with it. And uh, it was really emotional. And uh, Natsuko Tora comes out after the match with Starlight Kid's mask. So I'm wondering what that's all about. Cool. And challenges uh, Utami Hayashishta to uh, a World of Stardom Championship match that so they've announced on July 4th. I'm assuming it's going to be on pay-per-view. Uh, we're going to have that match. We're going to have the Wonder Stardom Championship match with Tom and Sayaka Mitani. And we're going to have the Future of Stardom Championship finals with the uh, battle of, of Cosmic Angels, Utami, uh, not Utami, but Unagi Sayaka and Mina Shirakawa and more to be added, but they've announced those matches July 4th. Ooh. Ooh. This show was one of my favorite wrestling shows I've ever seen. Wow. Every match, every match was at least very good. Not just good. The, the dark match was good. Okay. Pay-per-view, proper matches, every match was at least very good. Most of them, great all the way up to legendary. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, hopefully that if you haven't checked him out, if that gets you excited, like he says, go check out stardom world, man, because if it's, if it's that good. Yeah. And it's not just me. It's not just me saying that. Go look on Twitter. Meltzer said it was one of the best matches of the year. We know how misogynistic Meltzer is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and that's still understated. <laughs> I'm saying it's one of the best matches of the year. Like that's it. That's all you've got for it. But it's Meltzer. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, everybody's raving about this match. It's not just me. Go to Twitter, put in Utami Shuri, and just read away. 
Awesome. Yeah, that is that's so cool. I can't wait till I get a chance to to sit down and watch it. Um, my uh, viewing time has been cut very short this past week. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully, we'll open up more in the in the, the days to come. Yeah. But that's awesome. Uh, is that it for the stardom update? That's everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's let's talk some more results. Let's go to NXT and let's talk about in your house. Um. This, of course, went down on Sunday, and uh, pretty cool pay-per-view. I, unfortunately, didn't get to watch this live. Uh, I only got to catch highlights afterwards because my power went out for basically like a day and a half. <laughs> Been there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'll let you kind of take the lead on anything you want to talk about specifically in the matches, but... Mm-hmm. We'll get the rundown here. Kick the show off with MSK and Bronson Reed taking on Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, and it was the winner-take-all match. So winning side gets the tag belts and the uh, North American Championship. And uh, predictably, uh, we both called this, of course, and that was that Bronson and MSK would retain. Uh, what did you think of the match? Uh, it went. It was good. It was what I expected it to be. So no big surprises. Whatever you pictured this match to be, that's pretty much what it was. So, um, and that's not a knock on it. It's just no surprises. It was fast paced. It uh, Bronson Reed did the Bronson Reed thing. Um, you know, lots of, lots of uh, high flying stuff. And uh, yeah, so it was, uh, it met expectations for me. Okay. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Uh, next up, and I know you're going to want to talk about this, and I'll let you take the lead on it, but Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. What happened? Uh, Zia Lee gets the win. Um, fair and square. Um, after the match, um, Mercedes not terribly happy um, and uh, challenges, uh, basically steps up to uh, Mei Ling. The, the leader of Tian Sha and uh, kind of gets choked out for it in the process. And um, it, it was, it was a solid match. Um, Mercedes, um, she definitely did her part to, to make this faction and Xia Li look strong and, and look good and not sure. Mei, Mei Ling looked uh, very, very strong i'm not sure if they're going to put her in the ring at some point or what the plan is there you know just being the figurehead so far the mysterious figurehead yeah. of, of tian sha um but uh, yeah this was solid and like we said i like seeing a women's match that wasn't centered around a championship on a pay-per-view yeah and uh when we get to talking about uh the regular nxt show this week of course it looks like they're continuing this a bit Mm-hmm. with uh mercedes and uh uh Zylie and the tian shaw so um cool very cool uh next uh, the match we i think this might have been the match we were more hyped about yeah. <laughs> yeah. definitely and that's uh cameron grimes versus la knight for the million dollar championship a ladder match um i've loved the setup that went into all of this dibiase coming back everything with with Grimes and then LA Knight has been very, very good. Uh, of course, this is the one that would decide whose predictions would win the night, as we called every other match uh, the same way, except for this one. I picked Cameron, you picked LA Knight, and in the end, it was LA Knight that picked up the win 
and the million dollar belt. Uh, I did get to watch. Loser. <laughs> yes, I am a loser. La <laughs> Um, but uh, some some cool high spots in this match from the highlights that I saw. Uh, like the what was it? The back body drop to the outside on the the ladder bridge. Yes. Yeah, that looked brutal. Oh. Uh, a, a pretty cool uh, flying, flying body press from the uh, support structure. Ah, okay. They, uh, and they got there in a natural way, too, where Cameron Grimes had climbed up a ladder and L.A. Knight was trying to push the ladder over. And if he didn't want to fall to the floor, his only option was to grab onto that support structure. And so it was a pretty smart, natural way to get there. Okay. Um, and I like it wasn't contrived. And yeah, I really enjoyed this match. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's one, I, again, hopefully uh, this weekend I'll be able to go back and catch up on this stuff and see a lot of these matches fully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is one of the ones that's on top of my list. Uh, but yeah, and we're going to talk about NXT and where this is going a little bit later. So we'll put that on pause. We'll come back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, next match, Raquel Gonzalez, Ember Moon, NXT Women's Championship match. Good match standard what we expected it to be basically um yeah maybe a little better than i was expecting okay uh, okay i wasn't expecting it to be bad but I, I was kind of expecting it to be standard and i think it's a little better than that okay um yeah so a uh, predictable outcome again uh we we knew raquel is not losing the title anytime soon um so uh yeah but this was pretty solid um fast-paced Amber doing her thing um Raquel continuing to establish herself as a singles star and someone who stands on her own and isn't just the sidekick to Dakota Kai um which you know it's important since she's a champion yes uh so uh it it definitely they set out to accomplish things and they successfully accomplished what they set out to accomplish so this was good stuff excellent excellent uh, rounding out the night main event, of course, Karrion Cross defending the NXT uh, World Heavyweight Championship uh, and against it, it was a five, yeah five pack match. I guess I, don't know, I guess that's what you say. Um, but Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunn, Karrion Cross, and this one again result as we expected it to be. Karrion uh, Cross in the end just kind of decimates everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They really seem to be building to Pete Dunn and Karrion Cross. That seems to be where they're going. Yeah. Um, um and uh, I, I like, I, I, I like this match. Um, it did lack some drama for me because it was pretty obvious where it was going. So I wasn't buying into the near falls and, and right. things like that. Um, but, you know, given the, 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 situation that these these performers were put in i think they did about as well as they could by the way i want to go back for a second and, and talk about nxt compared to stardom because i know there are people out there thinking well he hated the 40 minute match with adam cole and and kyle o'reilly but he loved the 40 minute match in stardom that's because adam cole and kyle o'reilly were doing things that would kill people and they were doing them over and over and it just wasn't believable Whereas in the starter match, it was they were doing things that were believable that you could buy someone who conditioned their body to do this for a living could survive, but you could also buy that it might put them away, and so there was 
it was believable and it was more dramatic. They didn't do any, I, I didn't think they did any, at least not that I'm thinking of, crazy stuff like that in this five way, which I appreciated. It was a little more grounded, a little more down to earth. So I like that aspect of it. Um, I, I guess he did get his, uh, Adam Cole did get his, uh, what, Sunrise? The, the, oh, yeah, the, the Tequila Sunrise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to squeeze that in there. But other than that, uh, I think it, it was pretty much pretty pretty good. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's let's shoot into NXT because a lot of this we get some kind of direct follow up. Yeah, so uh, getting into regular NXT, um, let's we got to start at the top with uh, a big return, a big big return. Of course, news kind of broke on the web uh, a couple days prior, uh, and then it did come to fruition. Uh, Samoa Joe comes out. And I'll give you the setup. I guess it was at the end of uh, In Your House, Regal comes out and is talking to everybody. He's in the back. He's in, in the back. back. And yeah. uh, he's like, I I just don't know that I have what it takes for this it's, chaos. It's time for a change. Time for a change. And, you know, leading to speculation that he'd be uh, stepping down as GM. And then the talk about Samoa Joe starts circling that he's coming back and maybe he'll be the new GM because uh, still technically he's not cleared to compete um, in the ring yet. Um, and of course, Karrion, no, Re- no, Karrion Cross come, no, Regal comes out, then Karrion Cross and Cross is running him down. He's like, I knew that you wouldn't be able to handle it. I told you I was right. This is what I thrive in. I like the, you know, I bring the chaos. I control it, all that kind of stuff. And then Samoa Joe's music hits. Out comes Joe. Um, the Joe chants, which will forever be done. I hope they never change his music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross your fingers. Cross your fingers. His <laughs> music never gets changed. Yeah, because everybody uh, else's seems to be. But, uh, and he comes out and Regal says, you know, I want you to be the new GM. And I like how they did this because then he's like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not interested. They played with it because you know, that was what everybody was reporting was going to happen. Yeah. So they, they messed with us. And I, I really switch like up. it. And I, I like didn't, it. And, I, and I like it for a couple of reasons. A, I don't want, I don't want Regal to step down. Yeah. I love William Regal as the GM of NXT and mm-hmm. he's been the most permanent fixture of NXT. Yeah. period <laughs> um which is awesome but i like i like joe being the enforcer mm-hmm. uh and uh of course a couple conditions uh, one was that he is not a competitor he is not to be in the ring he won't be doing competition and he can't lay his hands on any of the talent unless he's provoked mm-hmm. and I loved this kind of angle that they did with Stone Cold back yep. in the day on SmackDown, and this is awesome. Yep. yep. And we get a taste immediately. Yes. Because in the back, you got Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly going at it again, and people are trying to break it up, and Joe shows up, and Adam Cole kind of nudges him out of the way, <laughs> and Joe's he like, pushes all right. Him. He pushes him, yeah. Oh, yeah, he pushes him. So then he's like, all right, Kohina Clutch, <laughs> yep. go to sleep. <laughs> yep. Put him out really fast. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he broke his neck maybe because <laughs> that was really fast. Uh, but I yeah. liked it because it really sells him as like, okay, he's going to be the ultimate enforcer. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
I think that's very cool. I, I, I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to say, WWE, right in that segment, in that segment, says, Joe will not be a competitor. I look at my Twitter, and all I see is, are we going to get Joe versus Cross? Are we going to get Joe versus Cole? Like, they just told you. No, stop. Yeah, it's not to say that it's 100% outside the realm of possibility. But stop expecting it. Yeah. Once he gets cleared, then we'll talk. But we don't know when or if that's going to be. They told you not to expect it. So if you expect it, you cannot get mad at them if they don't deliver it. Right. Exactly. Um, Tying into that, I do want to talk a little bit about now we're getting a rematch, basically. Uh, We're getting Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, too. In three weeks, I said. Yes. Uh, and I, I don't have an issue with this. Um, at least this is going to be a regular match. Mm-hmm. So we think right now, anyway. As far as, yeah, we know. But it's that kind of thing where it's like, okay, you started off with the unsanctioned <laughs> match. And now you're going to go to a regular match. You're going in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're scaling it back. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the only thing that confuses me on this, um, as far as the booking goes. I, I think a match between them that is a regular match will probably be a better match. Than yes, the I think so too. One. I um, think so too. Unless they want to do a hog pin match. <laughs> Why don't we take in that direction? Yeah, please no. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, Next up, let's we got to talk more about LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, of course, and uh, set us up. What 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 do we get this week from this? Uh, DiBiase comes out and he's presenting the million dollar championship to LA Knight, so he brings LA Knight out, and um, LA Knight uh, is just basically going over the top and 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 healing it up, but in a very sincere way. So almost like rubbing it in the fans' faces that, you know, he's getting his moment. It's his idol in the ring. Um, he's L.A. Knight, and, and he earned it, uh, but he's still overwhelmed by the moment. Um, playing it like a face to get heel heat. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, that's what he's doing. So uh, he, he asked DiBiase to uh, give him the belt, and DiBiase gives him the belt. Um and then Ellen Knight punches DiBiase in the face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and down DiBiase got my jaw dropped. He hooked me. He, he got me, Tim. And that's what I love. He got me. Uh, I did not see that coming. Maybe other people did. Maybe other people were reading the, uh, were reading Ellen Knight's performance as something different than I was. Uh, but I was reading it as uh, an insincere heel trying to, to, being insincere in order to get heel heat. Uh, that's how I was reading it. Uh, I guess I could have been reading it as uh, a heel pretending to be sincere to get one over on, on DiBiase. I wasn't reading it that way. Um, so this worked for me. And then uh, Cameron Grimes comes out, makes the save. I liked all of this. I like that uh, Cameron Grimes uh, didn't win because like I said last week, he's better as the sympathetic baby face is the, the one who, who you're pulling for to win, not the one who's successful. Um, right. So I like him being in the, uh, on the defensive from all of this. And then uh, DiBiase, man, he, he took a back bump 
when he <laughs> when he got hit in the face, he 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 snapped down pretty hard. Mm. Um, that was part of what made it so shocking to me. Actually, was just how hard he took that that back bump. Um, yeah, this was great. This was a great segment. Excellent. And like we said uh, before the show, we were chatting, and I was like, we we've, we've kind of gotten to where I wanted to get to, which is Grimes and DiBiase. Mm-hmm. Um, we just didn't get there the way I thought we would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, kinda, yeah. we we get the the kind of swerve in there. Like I say, it's a surprise. It's awesome. They hook you in. It's great. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, great. Can't wait for uh, what well, I guess it probably in three weeks. This will be another match on the pay per view. I would assume. Uh, it's not a pay per view. Oh, think. not a pay per view. I'm sorry. No. Um, I know we've got Great American Bash coming up. Is that three weeks? I can't keep. That's it. it. It's Great American Bash. That's the okay. one that O'Reilly and 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 Adam Cole yeah. are wrestling on. So yeah, the Great American Bash. Um, so just a special episode of NXT, basically. Yes. Yes. Um, and I could see that being on that episode as well. Yeah. We'll Maybe we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's great. Next up, we get uh another team up that we're excited about. Mm-hmm. At least I assume because. We got Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. And we've been very, po- we love Io. And of course, Zoe Stark, we've been very positive uh, on her performance and the way they've been building her. And I think this is, this is the next logical step. Um, I, I love this. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we, we saw it when Zoe Stark really debuted uh, her match with Io. And it was uh, just a really, really, strong showing from zoe um eo needs something to do mm-hmm. uh she's not in the in the title picture right now so um yeah I, I and i was so concerned a few weeks ago two or three weeks ago whenever that was about how zoe was just thrown out there with zeta rainier um to lose in that tag match and uh it felt like they weren't going to be featuring her highlighting her anymore so uh, to to see her uh, run out and, and save Eo uh, was good. It tells me they've got they've still got plans for Zoe. Um, I said if that was a one week thing, then no harm done. And it looks like it was a one week thing. And hopefully uh, they they really do have something in store for Zoe because she's working hard and her performance uh, backs up any plans they might have. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and I agree. I agree. Um... I do want to talk about Raquel Gonzalez real quick. Her and Dakota, of course, had a match with Caden uh, Catanzaro and um, Casey Catanzaro and Caden uh, Carter. And Caden Carter. Yeah, <laughs> getting mm-hmm. a little yeah. uh, word salad there with the two other names. Uh, mostly, I want to talk about this because there was a spot that just kind of like melted my brain, and it was the neckbreaker four fifty. Oh yes, that should have finished it. My <laughs> God, that I mean, that's, yeah. that's one of those moves. Like, okay, that should just be the one. That's you're done. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's that. Good Lord, <laughs> what a yeah. what a move. So this was Caden Carter doing a a, a neck kind of like a rude awakening. She, yeah, only she falls to her back and not not to her her rear. Um, so it's a back bump, but at the same time, Casey Catanzaro did a four fifty splash, and so yeah, I mean, I would think that would finish pretty much anybody off yeah it was crazy looking i loved it uh did it to dakota yeah dakota did she kick out or was she saved i don't remember she was saved okay so she was beat because uh they i think where they're playing this up is that dakota needs raquel Mm -hmm. to win 
because mm-hmm. Raquel had she was taken out the outside and kind of beat up, and that's how they got the advantage over Dakota Kai. And we're about to win, but then Raquel broke it up and, and, and ended up getting the victory. But um, yeah, I, I, I think we're obviously leading to a breakup of Raquel and Dakota Kai. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's tailor made for that um, down the road. But really, uh, like um, Caden and Casey, I like the two of them. Yeah, as a team. yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I say that move is amazing. I hope they have uh, bigger things in store for them too. Yes, I remember uh, watching the clip of Casey Catanzaro on American Ninja Warrior before yes. before she was ever mentioned as being mm-hmm. or even thinking of becoming part of wrestling. Yeah, I remember showing my parents that clip, saying, "Watch how awesome this is." That is cool. Yeah, I I went through a phase where I was I was really into American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Oh, see, I never watched it, but I, I don't know. That clip just came to my attention online somehow. I actually had gotten into to Ninja Warrior from the, like, the Japanese, the Mount Midoriyama, uh, okay. and uh, would catch it. I can't remember what channel would show it all the time. I think it was G4 when G4 was a thing. Yeah. Um, I miss G4. What's well, coming back? Oh, um, okay. Yeah, uh, that's legitimate. Check it out, uh, G4. It's kind of back on the web, but I think they are planning something even bigger. Okay. Um, but yeah, I love the American Ninja Warrior version when it made mainstream TV over here. And yeah, Casey Canazaro was amazing. Yeah. Um, on that. And yeah, I do want to see more from her and Caden. Uh, future tag team championship, maybe. would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Let's uh, let's kind of shoot over from that, and uh, we're gonna kind of pause a bit. We're gonna break down a little bit of AEW news, uh, a few things just to kind of throw in there. Um, I do want to talk about uh, on Dynamite. We had uh, an outstanding match in my eyes between Evil Uno and Miro mm-hmm. uh, for the TNT title. Uh, I love how they are presenting Miro. Yeah. Because he's almost like the final boss in a video game, like just no selling stuff. Well, that's what they called him, too. And I, I, I take umbrage with that because Mako Satamora has been called the final boss for a long time now, years. Ah, okay. They're just ripping it off. Yeah. Totally. Um, but I, I just love everything about this. You know, even when Evil Uno kind of got his moves in and made you think maybe he's going to do something. And then mirror just frustrates like, no, I'm, I'm just done. <laughs> it just decimates him. Even with the whole dark order out there watching, uh, we got the return of, uh, of negative one uh, to yeah. TV uh, after he had to get his grades up. He's been gone. And this is legitimate. <laughs> this is, yeah. a, they asked That's his great. mom and she said, 100%. The reason he hasn't been on TV is because his grades have been slipping. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got, he had to study and he got grounded a little bit, but good to have him back. I love that. Um, and uh, we also had a little, uh, the, the, the Darby Allen sting and um, Scorpio sky and Ethan page thing. Um, they said, you know, the only reason you won is because you had Sting. So get yourself another partner and let's have a match. And he's like, okay, I found my partner. It's me. <laughs> and the look on Sting's face when he says that, it's just like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> and so we're going to get a two-on-one handicap match. Yeah. And I mean, and Sting plays like, you know, I don't think it's a good choice, but I respect it. You got to mm-hmm. do what you got to do. I, uh, 
I think yeah, so. Yeah, I've never been a handicap match person. Uh, either either the predictable outcome happens or the implausible outcome happens. And yeah. so uh, either way, it's not really good for me. And I, I think we're getting the predictable outcome on this because I think Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page need to, need to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, other things, of course, it looks like we're leaning really heavy into Britt Baker and um, Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. But much like Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, we're not sure who the heel is here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the yeah. way they're being presented. If there is a baby face in this situation, I don't know. Odd choice for Britt's first program after winning the title. Yes. Um, you think you want something a little more cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we'll see. And apparently... Um, uh, bitch is the most popular word on AEW. <laughs> they say it a lot. <laughs> it's cool. Don't you think so? I know, right? You got to throw it in there. I mean, I get it like maybe once you want to accent something really, but like, good Lord, like five, six times on this past week's show. <laughs> yeah. Throwing it out there all left and right. Well, And I think that's a weakness in promo skills. That's yeah. really what that is. That That's a crutch that people lean on when they don't know how to get a reaction through passion and through vocabulary and through character. It, yeah. Not not 100% of the time. No, but when you... And, and it, like, Austin wasn't that way. Like, it was Austin's character. But when you just got some whoever just throwing it out there and, uh, yeah, it's, it's usually a crutch for most people. Yeah, I mean, there are times it can be used uh, right. and very effectively. Right. Um, especially like if it's someone who like never says anything like that, and then they right. accent at one time major for a program. You know, that's right. That's cool. But yeah, they're just kind of leaning on it. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, of course, uh, won himself a chance to face Kenny Omega uh, at uh, Double or Nothing in the uh, the Battle Royal. So, and I'm interested for this, and I, I don't think they would do it, but with fans coming back and everything else, and, and like big attendance about to be a, a thing again, putting the belt on Jungle Boy could be huge. He's never dead. happened. <laughs> it won't happen. No, it, it it will eventually. You think so? I think Jungle Boy will be AEW World Champion um, within the next. I would bet he's the champion within the next year. Okay. Now it could be. Okay. Well, let me, let me, let me say this. I could see then definitely at least doing like they did with triple H and Jericho Mm -hmm. where like he would win a dusty finish, but then by the end of the night, uh, no, we have to take it back, strip him of the title, you know, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say solidly as an actual champion contender who gets a run with the belt, two years or less, 100%. Okay. 100%. I, I, I don't think so, but we'll see. I just, I think that's, I, I think they've got a lot invested in Jungle Boy in their minds and creative and everything. I think he's one of their number one guys. They could market loincloths. They could. 100%. be big seller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, some cool stuff going on there in AEW. I also want to mention just really quick, Impact Wrestling had a pay-per-view against all odds over the weekend, which saw um, 
Kenny Omega retain the Impact uh, Championship again um, in a decent match with Moose. Of course, the Young Bucks came down and interfered, um, helping Kenny retain. And it looks like we're setting up maybe something with Kenny and Sammy Callahan, which could be very okay. interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of uh, down for that is because Don Callis came out at the end of the show and fired him. <laughs> at the end of the pay-per-view so i'm interested to see what happens on impact this week they've got me hooked to find out what happens this week and i do want to call out an excellent match uh which i did get to check out which was rosemary and diana parazza Mm -hmm. for uh the impact women's world title and rosemary did not win but it was one hell of a match i will say check it out it's worth it um but let's Jump back into Raw as we kind of round out our show here. And uh, we got to start at the top. Uh, who, who, who Who's Piper Niven? Who, who is this? Piper Niven? Who's Piper Niven? Who's the Viper Piper Niven? I, who? I, 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 no one knows, apparently. She's worked for the company for like five years, but <laughs> no, nah, nah, we don't know who you are. <laughs> Anybody else comes over from NXT UK and they know who they are. <laughs> Piper but, Niven shows up. They're like, we don't know who this is. Who? What? Huh? And actually, you know what? I'm going to take a pause real quick and get it out of the way now so we can just be positive. And that is shame on you, IWC. Shame on you. Uh, Mia Yim already called out several of you, uh, and I'll do it again. Uh, body shaming has no place. No. Keep Keep it away. I was mortified angry every emotion you can think of reading some of those uh tweets and comments about piper niven i i avoided reading them but i definitely saw uh mia yim and others commenting about them yeah just um oh, god yeah um, P- look piper niven had one of the best matches of the year with kaylee ray falls count anywhere earlier yeah. this year um it, what's it matter yeah who cares yeah who cares she can. She obviously she can wrestle, yeah. Or she wouldn't be in the WWE. And she's a great athlete, or she wouldn't be in the WWE. I mean, so forget about body shaming. Big skinny yeah. doesn't matter. If you can go, you can go. That's yeah, exactly. bottom line. Yeah. Um. But I just want to get it out of the way. Mortified. And she's a human being. Yes. I mean, above all else, it's another human being. It's like. You want somebody to be talking about you on the internet all the time? Yeah. It's like, come on. Respect people. Try to have some. If you want to feel like you're better than them, improve yourself. Don't try to tear them down. Yeah, precisely. Um, But anyway, back to the fun side of this and the confusing side of them. None of the announcers know who she is. Um, Of course, you know, we had the rumor kind of going out that there was going to be a heavy for Eva Marie as Eva Marie debuted. Um, Some muscle. Some muscle. And like, say, Mercedes Martinez had been thrown out as a name. Piper Niven's name had been put out there, and it did end up being Piper Niven. Uh, we don't know what she's going to be called yet, and I really hope what I read is not true. the The rumor is her name is going to be Dewdrop. Oh, I saw that too. Please yeah. God, no. Yeah. Uh, the one Just that call I call her Piper Niven. Yes, or the one that I read that might be very interesting because of the Eva Marie. Uh, scenario is her name is Eve Vamarie. Oh, God. 
so that they can still announce Eva Marie uh, as the winner gosh. of the match, even <laughs> though it's not her actually wrestling. Uh, <laughs> well, the be- last time we saw Eva Marie, she was doing this thing where she was supposed to wrestle, supposed to wrestle, supposed to wrestle, and then would get out of the match somehow. And it's almost like they're picking back up where they left off with Yeah. Her. In fact, she was supposed to wrestle Naomi in her last match before we saw her. And now she got out of a match with Naomi again. And I will say, uh, poor Naomi in yeah. this situation. Ugh. Yeah. I, I guess you could you could argue that she was taken off guard and just wasn't ready for someone. To, I mean, you know, if you think you're wrestling Eva Marie, who's going to prepare, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the flip side is I love it for Piper Niven yes. because you really get her put over as right. legit. Right. Um, but I just hate that it was at the sacrifice of mm-hmm. Naomi. But now, see, I, the, the way you follow this up is, okay, now Naomi knows so now you build to a rematch at a pay-per-view. You don't do it Monday on Raw. You build to it. And you show Naomi kind of being frustrated by the fact that she got beaten so quickly. Mm-hmm. And and you build, and then you have a more competitive match. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where they go with this. Um, I, I, I'm wondering if Eva Marie's ever going to get in the ring, or is this going to be the, the thing? But I'll say this. Nobody else is generating heat like Eva Marie. Yeah. Uh, once this thing gets rolling, because right. beforehand, before she left, heat magnet. Oh my yeah, god, that's true. So we'll see what they do with it. Um, uh, we get a little bit of an impromptu rematch here with uh, Jeff Hardy and um, Cedric Alexander, and uh, Hardy. And this is after Hardy's had another match. Mm-hmm. He had had a match. I can't remember who he wrestled um, and won. Uh, no, he lost. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he lost. And then uh, Cedric came down and was browbeating him and, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, then Hardy said, no, I'll, if I can't beat you tonight, I'll retire. Just kind of threw it out there on a whim. Yeah. Now, I read, and again, this is grain of salt, people. Get your grains of salt out the report is that there's a new unwritten rule for mcmahon uh with at least raw i don't know if this is company-wide across smackdown everything else but at least on raw is there are no cold matches so there's and there's got to be something to the match uh so like just a cold rematch doesn't happen so they had to throw in that you know the whole thing with hardy saying he would retire if he lost there had to be something kind of on the line something to it um that again that's what i read get grain of salt who knows if it's true it was morrison by the way that beat yeah morrison that's right yes uh yeah because miz is going on about the dripstick (laughs) yeah yeah um but yeah so Hmm. okay that's interesting so interesting we'll see if that pans out if that you know is true but i don't know is this maybe a a tease for what could be coming? And that's Hardy retiring. Um, I mean, he's got to some time. Yes. I mean, he's been wrestling a very long time. Very long time. He can still go. I mean, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's really up to him, but you don't know about the wear and tear. I mean, right. Matt's still going. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't wrestle as often. Right. AEW, but does still get in the ring. Um, 
So yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they go with this. If they turn this into a longer program, um, I'm assuming they're going to, it wouldn't make sense if this was the end of it. And then there was no other follow-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus the way that they do kind of recycle things from week to week. It wouldn't surprise me. Right. Um, next let's get to, Oh man. Oh, mm-hmm. oh Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. And the woeful misuse of booking. Um, and she is not presented as being on the same level. I, I just, oh. I, just, I don't understand. It just, like you said, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm tired of it. I don't. This, this, so this was Rhea versus Asuka, and this is a match. How many times have we seen this? Four times now since WrestleMania. Something like that. It's the first one it's being some, WrestleMania, and then yeah. like the next night. Yep. Um, and then I think two more times. Yeah, I think so. And we, it should have taken us five or six years to see this match four times. Yes. If not longer. And we've yes. seen it four, maybe five, if we're forgetting something, times yeah. since WrestleMania. At least four. It, and it's always... To, to make Rhea look good, which you, she's the champion. You need to make Rhea look good, but you don't have to sacrifice one of your other supposed main eventers to do it. How many main eventers do you have in this division? Uh, three. And we keep seeing them all every week <laughs> in the same program. Yeah. Um, so who are you counting? Uh, I'm counting Charlotte, Rhea and Oscar. Okay. So two. So two of the way that they're showing, yeah, because right. Oscar's always losing. Yeah, so um, they've sacrificed one of them, and so now you don't really have a third main eventer anymore. You 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 would have to reestablish Oscar as a credible challenger at this point. Mm-hmm. Ugh. This is why I, we need enhancement talent matches. Yes, yes, or I mean, a bigger roster on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Women's roster. Women's roster, bigger women's roster, uh, and on Friday nights too. No, I mean across the board. Well, not yeah. in, NXT is good, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Raw and SmackDown both need a little expansion in their women's division. Instead, they're getting rid of them. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, this is just uh, I don't. Mm, so I don't pin know. after pin after pin, Oscar's taking. Yeah, like like she can't hang with Charlotte and Rhea. And it's it's. And I mean, personally, it's insulting because. This is someone, and I just don't get it because, you know, they presented her, what, she, she didn't lose for like two years. Yeah. Two straight years, doesn't lose. Comes in, first match on the main roster is Royal Rumble. Wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goes to WrestleMania. Beats Sasha Banks the next night. Yeah, beats Sasha Banks the next night, but then loses to Charlotte at WrestleMania. Um, I just, oh, and since then, you know, that we finally got a glimpse of it when they finally booked her right again. We talked about that uh, triple threat match, Charlotte, mm-hmm. Becky, and her, the ladder match, and she wins the belt. And then the follow-up match at Royal Rumble where she retains against Becky, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was a phenomenal match. Um, it also gave us the swerve waiting for Becky to get into the Rumble. Yeah. You're the man. But uh, still, very cool. But then she had to drop the belt to Charlotte again. <laughs> right before WrestleMania. Right before Couldn't WrestleMania. go into WrestleMania as a champion, yeah. Just so they could put both belts on the line. Right. Um, which I thought yeah. was unnecessary. But anyway, <laughs> yes, uh, this is just, it, it's shameful, I think. <laughs> this is just bad booking. Yeah. So they'll, they'll let Asuka just take pin. And, and I know somebody out there is saying, well, she's won a couple of times, only with help. 
Yes. Only with help. She's not shown that she on her own can beat either of these women. Mm-hmm. And so pin after pin after pin, she can take pin after pin after pin. Shayna Baszler, another previously unbeatable monster can take. Can't, yeah, let, can't let Naya take a pin though, can we? No, can't let Naya get a loss. Ugh. God. Yeah. Let's just jump right into that. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's, let's kind of talk about how they kicked off the show which was with Alexa Bliss in the playground set backstage and putting uh, Lily in time out. A little bit of self-aware tongue-in-cheek, I think, going on here with uh, a lot of uh, negative comments, which there were a ton. (laughs) We even shared our kind of displeasure with how this angle was being booked. Mm -hmm. And... It looks like, and and she mentions live crowds as well. So have we switched gears? Do you think this is, okay, Lily's just going to be gone and we're not going to get Lily? Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. I think it's too early to tell. Sunday will will give us a little bit better idea, I think. Um, Or maybe the doll's going to finally be gone. And so you don't have the ridiculous wrestler running away and being scared by a doll. Yeah. And maybe we'll finally get the envisioning of the fiend-esque Alexa Bliss. Mm -hmm. Maybe with like a lily mask like I thought it might be. But who knows? But we did get Alexa in a match. Big ups on that versus Nia. Match was good, except for the finish. <laughs> and yeah, as far as the booking goes, yeah, booking goes, yes. So she hit the uh, twisted bliss. Been yeah, a hit long the, time. Hit, hit the twisted bliss, uh, and then uh, was going for the pin. Seemed to have it, and then of course Reginald jumped in and, and pulled her off uh, of Naya. Why? Why can you have Shayna take pin after pin after pin, and then Naya we have to keep strong and get saved? Yeah. Why can't? Why can't there have been the pinfall and then have Reginald come in? Yeah. And, and have like an altercation, like, you know, get off of her, you know, whatever. I don't know. But then we get this weird possession angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. To be fair, I'm pretty sure you would react the same way if Alexa Bliss is staring at you like that. Oh, no. I, agreed. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. be I'm like, are you really looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd pass out probably. Um, Me too. I'd be like, are you really looking at him? <laughs> hey, now. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> come back. Come back. Poor Legion awake? of Doom. Poor Legion of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, inside joke. If you listen to the show, you get what we're talking about. But yeah, so this uh, is weird. Uh, we'll see. This Sunday, this is one of those you got to wait, uh, which is good. I mean, anticipation. Yeah, but I just hope we're we're anticipating something good. Yeah, I just hope they're they're course correcting and we're going to get back on a, a a right track. We just want a demon fight, Alexa. That's what we want. Yeah, just do that. Do that, and we're happy. Yeah, especially since you took the fiend away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Calling Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> just kind of fell off the face of the earth after the mm-hmm. raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, also uh, need a milk carton alert and Damien priest needs to be on it. Where's Damien priest. <laughs> Where is Damien priest? 
we thought that touchdown. push was going, you know, just full throttle. And then we haven't seen him for like two, three weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, moving on, uh, we had a little bit of interaction with MVP seemingly courting Kofi to try and, I guess, get him to join the Hurt business. And that would be interesting. And I did read a rumor before this played out on TV that uh, the idea was that they might be adding a couple of popular uh, babyface wrestlers, turning them heel and putting with the Hurt Business. Could Kofi and Xavier Mm. maybe join that way? Kofi is not betraying Xavier. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just both like, you know what? Hey, maybe we can get that angle. I I might be down for that, although I'm totally down for a program of Kofi and um, Bobby Lashley. Yes, absolutely. I will totally take that in lieu of all of this. Um, but yeah, so, hmm. Uh, I did like this backstage segment. I thought Kofi did great uh, with the promo. Uh, I'm interested. I love the the jab that MVP threw at the very end. I was like, oh, low blow, dude. It's like, good luck at Hell in the Cell. Oh, yeah. You don't have a match. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, sick burn, yeah. dude. Um, well, but making his point, saying if you were with us, you'd, you'd have, have a match. You'd have a match because we yeah. run this. Um, so I, I'm interested to see where the, like, I'm invested in this one. I like this. I like mm-hmm. this a lot. Um, and of course, we get. Uh, a new stipulation added to the hell in the cell match between drew and Bobby Lashley. And that's if drew loses, he does not, he can never challenge Lashley for that belt again. Right. Um, very similar to the, uh, Cody Rhodes, AEW world championship that he cannot contend for anymore. Right. Uh, so interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, with that, let's roll into our hell in a cell preview, uh, coming up this Sunday, just a few days away, man, so much wrestling. (laughs) Yeah. Pay-per-view after pay-per-view after (laughs) pay-per-view. Um, and let's kick off kind of, we were talking about Alexa bliss, and Naya, of course, this is kind of the, the, the precursor. Alexa is facing Shayna at Hell in a Cell. And yeah, so uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming Alexa's got to win. Alexa wins. And Reginald will have something to do with it, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so probably possession-wise, we'll see. Yeah, something uh, like that. I, I, I think we just see the Alexa we saw on Monday. I don't think we're going to get any big change in I don't think we see Fiend Alexa. <laughs> yeah. This this time. I uh, mean, it's hard to keep expecting and hoping for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've expected it so often and just we never get it. So, yeah, so we might uh, as well just stop looking for it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, Alexa for the win, I believe. Uh, yeah. I think that's what makes sense here. Yeah. Um let's uh talk about uh let's talk about the universal championship match roman reigns ray mysterio the first of well one of two not the first we don't know the running order yet uh but one of two hell in a cell matches for the night um again we said earlier i think potential to be match of the night um just on paper and i think these two are probably going to deliver oh yeah i just don't see them not delivering here yeah 
Yeah. Um, I think we'll probably get uh, both Usos at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, and- I like what they're doing, but I love that Jimmy is standing up to to Roman. Yes. It's about and, time. Like, <laughs> like I just, love Roman as a performer, but as a character, I'm like, somebody's got to just push him in his place. And then I like how Jay kind of got fed up. Yeah. And kind of walked you away and from enough both of you. Yeah. So I love this dynamic. I'm interested to see where they go. I'm sure Dominic will probably get involved. Roman's as all well. up in like family business here. Yep. Two families, his own and the Mysterios. So uh, Roman, I think, yep. Roman obviously was. retains. Um mm-hmm. Not that I'd be mad, but I, they're the tag champs. They're not going to put the main strap on Ray. Not right well, now. And, and it's just not time for Roman to lose. Well, it. yeah, it's more they're not taking it off Roman. Not yeah. that they wouldn't put it on Ray, but this is something good to to kill more time until they get to something with a little more uh, mystery behind who's going to come out on top. Yeah, um, and again, a good way station on the build to again, if rumors are true, potentially Cena at SummerSlam. We'll see. Uh, Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, uh, one-on-one. And uh, I I don't know. This one, I think, is the hard one possibly to call. I, I think this is kind of hard to call. Yeah, because, I agree. Because WWE going to WWE, they're going to just do what they do, you know? So it's very hard to see. You mean you put the belt on Charlotte? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I, I, I think Rhea retains. That's my call. Uh, because I think that's the right call. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I know, uh, but I'm hoping that they think that as well. Um, and I, I, I uh, yeah, uh, unless, I mean, like I say, they might just w, WWE do WWE things and throw the belt on Charlotte so that when they get back in front of the crowd, they can have a baby face take down the big heel for the huge reaction. I could see that too, but I'm calling Rhea. I think just based on where everyone is right now in their careers and on the card and what we've seen um, in the story, I think you're probably right. I think I'm going to go with it too. Okay. It's tough. Yeah. Like I said, this one, it's not easy. It's this yeah. is one of those that I, I don't know can definitely see it either way, but they've already had Charlotte take a belt off of Rhea really quickly. Let's not do it again. Yes. Um, I think that would be a huge mistake. And again, if you really want to build Rhea, got to let her get some win- you know, a yeah. con- wins against other huge contenders. Besides Oscar. Uh, besides Oscar. Um, Beating Oscar 12 times in two weeks. Um, so yeah, both call on Rhea. Uh, let's see. Next, oh, we got uh, the uh, Lashley McIntyre, the other Hell in a Cell match for the WWE title. If McIntyre loses, he cannot challenge Lashley for the belt again. Again, I think this is a tough one to call. I'm calling Lashley on this. I that's what I'm calling too, especially because they added that stipulation. Yeah, because I think they want you to believe that there's no way that Drew is losing this. And they want you to know that if he does, we don't have to see this match again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think, and that's, that's, I think that's a bonus. That's another yeah. reason is like, 
I want Lashley to win because a, I like Lashley having that belt. I think he's greatest champ. I love the whole storyline, but two, I am tired of Lashley versus McIntyre. And if McIntyre wins, guess we're going to get more. (laughs) (laughs) We've got another rematch. So a loss here. Let's McIntyre do something else. Find some other creative way down the road to get a championship match, whether it's him costing Lashley at a, at a, in a championship match somewhere down the line. And then we build to Kofi Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully Kofi Lashley is, is, is where we're headed after this match. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Okay. We got a last thing to talk about, of course, is the mm-hmm. SmackDown women's championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Bianca wins. Bianca wins. So we're both going to be winners. We're going to be tied this <laughs> week. Right. Cause we tied, call this yeah. one all the way down the line. It was, it was, yeah, that's more likely to happen when you only have five matches than it is like WrestleMania when we called what, like 30 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Of course. And, and again, more matches could be added. Yes. Uh, if also, so, we'll put our predictions out on social media. Yeah, we definitely will. Although I don't know that we'll have a difference in opinion, but yeah. Yeah. But if like uh, Cesaro and Rollins gets added, that's one that who knows? That's, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a could go either way kind of match. So yeah. Yeah. We shall see. If they announce another match, Tim, I'll text you about it, and then you can accidentally call me. I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, then I'll send a fax. <laughs> All right. Do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's our show for the week. But we, of course, have to do what we always do. And that's, Steve, what was something you loved? Uh, I mean, I thought about, like, doing something small, like the Karate Fighters appearance. You know, WWE hit up yes. eBay. <laughs> hit up eBay to get some Karate Fighters, which I think Todd is fun. Pettengill. Yeah. Um, or or Joe choking out Adam Cole. But come on. I just saw one of my favorite wrestling matches of all time. So I've got to go Tommy and, and Shuri. Uh, yeah. Just if you, if you love wrestling at all, you have to go out of your way to see that match start to finish. And I am going to go out of my way to try and do that. Yes. Uh, did you say it was already up on Stardom World? It's up on Stardom World. They okay, both, uh, excellent. Both, both Japanese and uh, English commentary, so pick okay. your poison and uh, sit back and enjoy. Excellent. I do plan on doing that. My uh, thing that I loved uh, is uh, the Ways ring gear for Indian Oh, House. yeah. The homage, the, the, the click. Yep. I thought that was outstanding. I totally dug that. Thought it was very, very cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't, so, I didn't see one, two, three kid in that gear though. Like I, I couldn't make out. Oh, one. uh, one, two, three kid was, um, uh, Candace. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I, I couldn't, it didn't look like one, two, three kid to me. Oh, oh, I got you. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I couldn't see him in that gear, but the I, others were, yeah. Yeah, uh, it probably helped. I, I saw a picture that had a side-by-side comparison of the gear okay. and everything. Okay. So it, it made more sense to me because I had it fresh in front of my face. <laughs> right. And it may have been a specific ring gear that he wore, you know, three mm-hmm. times. Who knows? Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought that was phenomenal. Love that. Uh but yeah, so that's our show. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, again, like, share, subscribe, tell all your friends, especially if they're wrestling fans, uh, to tune in. Check out our bonus episode that uh, Raw Watch Along. Uh, new for us. Let us know if there's others you'd like us to do or any other kind of segments you'd like us to attempt. 
we are all ears. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Plus WrestleCast. That's P-L-U-S WrestleCast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. And you can find us on Facebook by searching for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. We hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy Hell in a Cell. And we will talk to you next week. Matinee.